The world is a big and magical place, and Jason and Colin are your guides. So grab a bucket of pixie dust, because this is Disney World with sass and no strollers. And here are your two fairy godfathers. What up, friends, and welcome to another episode of Two Fairy Godfathers. Jason Matheson. I'm Colin Matheson. Hello, fairy friends. Hi. We're recording this during that weird week between Christmas and New Year's. The lost week. Where nobody works, no one knows what to do, and no one gets out of their pajamas. It is super weird. Like, you go out places and everyone's acting like it's Saturday and... Yeah. And it's really I'm, Tuesday. Yeah. I'm still working this week, but no one else is. So it's like all the... I'm In your company? Office. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm still doing shows because if you're new to the podcast, I, I have a TV show on Fox stations in Seattle and the Twin Cities and Wisconsin. But uh, And then I have a radio show too. And I'm working this week so I can save my vacation days for next week when we're returning to Disney World, um, which will be a great time. We'll have uh, more on that trip. We're going to try out uh, Lightning Lane, customizable Lightning Lanes, uh, Disney Genie Plus when we're there. So we'll give you a report on that in the next episode. But right now, we teased this in the last one. Uh, this should be uh, this should be an interesting one for you. Houston, we have a problem. That's what we're going to call this episode. Houston, we have a problem. So Space 220, the restaurant inside Epcot Center, opened a while ago. Um, and Colin and I just had the opportunity to go, which is actually, which is actually the way you should do it. I mean, food critics never go. Yeah, they give places like six months before they review them. Yeah, to let everything settle. So we gave it a little bit more time than that. Well, we tried to go sooner, but it was impossible to get in. Impossible to get in. So if you don't know what Space 220 is, uh, Colin, explain. I, I said it's an Epcot, but kind of explain what it is. Yeah, so this is um, in the front of the park, and it is attached to the ride um, Mission Space. So it's between Test Track and Mission Space. Which we've only ridden once and we will never ride it again because I got incredibly sick. Yeah, so... Um, and it is a lounge and a, uh, seated dinner restaurant open for lunch and dinner. And it's hidden. Like if you don't know what's there, you would have no idea. Um, but you board quote unquote, this elevator that takes you 220 miles above the earth into space at a space station where you're dining at the space station. Um, cool theming. People were very excited about it. The elevator is kind of a ride itself. Yeah. You know, very much like, um, I don't know. How would you describe it, like, compared to a ride? Like, it's not really a ride. I mean. No, uh, like, if you've ever done um, Gringotts at Universal Studios, when you get in that elevator, it's just like a room that, like, it doesn't even move, I don't think. No, it's an illusion. It makes you feel like you're moving. But, but it's got windows above and on the floor to make it, and they show like a video to make it look like you're moving up to space or back down to Earth. Kind of up this spire all the way. You leave Epcot and you go right up into space. And then, and then they, you know, the announcer comes over. You have now boarded the space station. And then the elevator door opens 
and you're in this restaurant in space. Yes. Um, and this is where the restaurant has all these windows that look out into space and you can see like astronauts floating around and stuff. So we'll kind of start there with the atmosphere. Um, I was a little disappointed. I don't know about you, but it felt very stark and like, I get it. It's space. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's supposed to be, you know, modern and sleek, but it felt like it was missing something like nothing really seemed to fit. Like the silverware was just like generic black silverware. Um, the tables and chairs were just kind of generic tables and chairs. They were just kind of sleek looking, um, just carpet on the floor. Like it was very much like an empty convention center hall. And then the windows, quote unquote, that look out into space. So like I was facing away from them. So there was nothing to look at. Other than the bar, which has a reflection of those windows. Yeah, it's got a mirror on it. So great. But yeah, yeah there's giant, if you've ridden Rise of the Resistance, there are giant LED screens. I believe five or six of them. Giant that act as windows. It's very much the same concept as the windows in um, the Galactic Star Cruiser. Obviously not real windows. And a video is playing to make you feel like you are floating above Earth. If you are facing those giant windows, it is cool. And I would imagine it's even cooler if you're sitting in the booths right next to those screens. We were not. We were seated in the lounge, which, as Colin said, my first impression was, oh, wow, there's not a lot to this. Other than the cool windows, the cool monitors, there's not a lot else going on. If you look to your left, if you look behind you, it's just a pretty barren dining room. Yeah, just a bunch of tables squeezed into a gray room. And the bar wasn't even magnificent. I mean, no. the bar wasn't anything cool. Um, it, it was just the thrill of those windows goes away after about five minutes of looking at them. Mm -hmm. And then it's basically kind of a can. It is kind of a catered. You look like you're in a space age ballroom at a space aged Hilton and there's not a lot of decoration separating the tables. It's just, again, like convention tables stuck out there. Yeah. What are you looking up there? You're what the menu. Oh, okay. So I could talk about a couple yeah. of things. So let's move on to food. Um, so it is, there's the lounge menu and there is the restaurant menu. Now they're not really defined in no. separate spaces, which is weird. Like, the bar area just is like it's two steps down into the restaurant area. Like it, there's no division. It feels kind of weird. Mm -hmm. So in the lounge, we could order from either menu. I think in the restaurant, you have to order from the restaurant menu. So it's a prefix menu. So lunch is $55. Dinner is $79. And it's uh, I believe it's two courses, appetizer and entree. And then you can, you know, do. Oh, you might get dessert, too. And then you can do like sides and supplements and stuff like that. But it's your kind of, it's a themed generic Disney restaurant. So they all kind of have the same thing, like the filet mignon, a chicken, uh, that kind of stuff. So just to give you an idea, like um, for dinner, they've got a red snapper, a miso salmon, stuffed jumbo shells, a filet, and um, a short rib and a duck breast. So like it's a little bit fancier food. Um, but we ordered off the lounge menu and we paid a la carte just so we could try a couple different things. We got all small plates 
It was all right. Nothing. As I'm sitting here, this tells you how good it wasn't. I can't even. Nothing really stuck out. We had calamari. Yeah, I remember calamari. We had sliders. And um, we had cauliflower. Cauliflower. And I think one more thing. And it just wasn't anything spectacular. So it was a disappointing, disappointing visuals mixed with underwhelming food. The service was really good. We mm-hmm. had a really nice server who the cast member was really trying um, her best. And she really was. She was really nice and attentive. And she was really the best thing about the entire experience. Yeah. And then the other thing I thought was super weird is, you know, for as tough as it is to get a reservation, when we walked in there, it was empty. Yeah. I mean, and the whole time we were there, it was maybe a third full. And I'm sure that they had, you know, um, reservations and it's spaced out in such a way to do that. But they don't have, I mean, even though they have a walk-up list, I don't like that you can't just like walk in and sit at the bar. Because that bar was empty most of the time we were there. And look, I'm we've been in the restaurant business. We get how reservations work. We know that they're saved for a period of time. So we get that. But there was just an inordinate amount of time. And we also get staffing issues if the, of all the servers aren't coming on. But all of that seemed to be okay. So it just, there were a lot more tables empty than than what the lack of reservations would have you, uh, would have you think, mm-hmm. um, is what we're trying to say. Yeah. Okay, so for here's a story that basically this whole episode is really about. So overall, the review of Space 220 is mediocre at best yeah are you with me on that yeah yeah mediocre at best i i'm like a b minus c plus kind of or you know it's one of those things that i hear a lot of disney one and done yeah like it's a one and doneer i don't try it yeah but it's not like i'm gonna fight to get another reservation there and go no like a lot of people think oga's cantina in in um hollywood studios is a one and doneer i would actually i would go back to oga's before i would go back to space 220 and yeah. Ogus doesn't even have a lot of good food. Yeah. I mean, just snacks and stuff. Um, okay, so here, here's what happened that I will admit probably clouded my attitude. I, I'll be very honest about that, about Space 220. And this is so rare. We rarely encounter a bad cast member experience um, mixed with a fellow guest experience a fellow bad guest experience so we had a reservation right at the top of uh right at open and we walked up and it's kind of a sloped walkway and every time that we've walked past the entrance before there's always been a cast member at the front basically letting people know okay this is the line and sorry we don't have any walk-up reservations available there is nobody nobody no cast member stationed at the beginning of the line at the at the where people start to walk up that little sloped driveway or walkway so we stand in line and there's about i would say a dozen people am i right on that yep about a dozen people in line two and colin and i kind of looked at each other and we're like okay are these all people because we waiting had, for walk-ups yeah, we had walked up there before trying to get on the walk-up list so we knew that there are traditionally two lines, one for the walk-ups and they'll see you as seating is available and one for reservations. And because of the way that the entrance is designed, it's like a, an S curve. You can't see what's what. 
there's just a line. Yeah. And so we were kind of confused on what we were doing, but we waited in line. And then I heard, overheard people that, yes, we were in fact in the right line. Everyone in this line had a reservation, was waiting to check in. Just like us. So we're standing there and we're there at this point, a good, what would you say? 15, 20 minutes. 15, 20 minutes. Without exaggeration. I mean, this is pretty accurate. I'm, I don't really need to overblow this at all. What happened, happened. So we're standing there and we get near the 20 minute mark. And we don't care, but you know, it's still, we're waiting. We're like, okay, why isn't the line moving? Because the line wasn't moving at all. No. I mean, at all. And again, there was no communication, which is very rare for Disney. There's no cast member kind of letting people know, okay, we're open. We're checking nothing. We, we, all of us in the line around us, we all kind of, you could look at everyone's faces. We all kind of felt like we were in limbo, floating in space in limbo. So we get to the 20 minute mark and out of nowhere to the left, kind of coming out of the waiting area for mission space, this family appears out of nowhere and cuts. If the line as Colin described told you, if the line is kind of a candy cane, you know, dipping into the building, this couple came at the, the turn of the candy cane, came to the left and cut right and sliced right through the crowd and went up to the host. And everyone's waiting. And this is where I was uncharacteristically Jason-like at this moment. And I went up to the mother who was closest to us because the entrance here is very crowded and there's already a line and they're squeezing their way in. And I went up and I tapped her on the shoulder and I said, are you waiting to check in for a reservation? And she said, yes. And I said, we, we're all in line. We all have reservations so you can get in the back of the line. And she just ignored me. And I was like looking around like, did I, did that just happen? Did other people see this? Like what's going on? So that's when you were like, oh, no, no, no. Because they moved. So Colin came back. And everyone around us kind of looked at, was like nodding their head at Colin. And then about 30 seconds later, not even that. Yeah, because she said to me, um, she's like, well, we have a reservation. I said, yep, we all have reservations. So you can wait in line and they'll get to you when they can. Yeah. So Colin came back and then I saw them move and basically get gestured in to the restaurant. Yeah, they were pushing their way in. Yeah. And I, so then I went up to the front of the candy cane and I went, wait, 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 wait. And I looked at the cast member and I said, excuse me, excuse me. I said, they were not here. I said, they literally, these folks just cut. And then I pointed to the entire line. Now, That's, this point, the line had grown. Oh, there was probably another 15, 20 people behind us. Yes. And there's still eight people in front of us. So I look at the entire line and everyone's nodding. Now, I don't want to be clear. I wasn't, I have a loud voice to begin with because I, I'm, I, I'm a radio guy. So I don't need to project and I wasn't rude. I just went, excuse me, excuse me. Those folks cut right there because the host, they're busy. I understand that there's a lot going on. It's the open of the restaurant. They can't see the line. They can't see the line. So I was like, wait, 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 wait. They said nothing to me. They didn't even acknowledge the cast members didn't even acknowledge me or what I had just said. And so that's when the mother turned around 
She turned around and got condescending. She kind of did this mocking, like, <laughs> she's, well, are we going to get mad now? And she kind of squatted down and put her hands on her knees. Like, like she a was, gargoyle. Like she was talking to a child. And yes. She's like, oh, are, are we, we going to get, get mad, mad now? Are we going to get angry now? And I look at the, the back at the cast member because I didn't really want to engage with her. I look back at the cast member and I went, really? Like, you're going to let, because they started, they grabbed menus and they started to seat this family. And they did seat them. And you said, you have 30 other parties out here. That have been waiting have been for waiting. now 25 minutes. And you're going to seat them? Nothing. Like, And when I mean they did not engage with me, and I mean the cast members when I say they. they the one cast member, and now I know her name, I would normally never do this. But as much as I compliment people like our friends Joe and Beth at Epcot and Julie and Elena at Hollywood. I'm going to call out the bad the bad apples. Her name was Alicia. And she worked Friday. Um, when did we go? It was Black Friday, wasn't it? I think it was Black Friday. She op- worked the opening shift at Space 220. Her name was Alicia. And I remember that because I love the good wife. <laughs> but I did not love this Alicia. And she didn't even acknowledge and all of the line was basically clapping. Like they were like, thank you for sticking up for us. It was like the end of what is it? A few good men or yeah. Or no, it was like an, an officer, officer and a gentleman. gentleman. Yeah. So then Colin and I get to the top of the line and Alicia again, doesn't even look at me and shoes me to the next cast member to be checked in. Everybody else went through her, but she wouldn't even deal with me. And I want to be clear and Colin, I, I would call myself out, but I was not rude in any way. I said it just how I said it here on the podcast. Yeah, everyone else in line said, I can't believe that just happened and that they're doing this. I literally just said, excuse me, excuse me. There's a whole line. I said it just like that. And the fact that they didn't acknowledge. So anyway, so then Colin and I get up. I'm livid. Like I'm seething. And we get up into the elevator, and I'm like, okay, just get. No, we're in that lobby holding area. Oh, that's right. And you asked to speak to a manager. Yeah, I, I didn't mean to be a Karen, but I, I look again. I will applaud, but they need to know. I own yeah. a business. You need to know when you're. And that was the thing. You didn't want anything. No, and just, I said that. You just wanted them to know what was happening, and maybe that they need to fix it because if I don't think that that's the right policy to do that. And so, but the manager also really didn't seem to care. Couldn't have cared less. But again, it was kind of like um, all of all of the people in line were like, it's, it happened exactly like he said. Everybody yep. in the line agreed with me. And the manager couldn't have cared less. She pacified me, well, and which problem, enraged me even more. The problem was her excuse was the pandemic has oh, made yeah. has made people like short tempered. Okay. But, that's not an excuse. All you're doing is you're teaching people how to behave and you're letting them know that their behavior will be accepted and tolerated. Yes. That's all that's happening there. You train, you teach people how to treat you. So what you just did was these idiots. If I throw a big enough fit, I will get whatever I want. Even though know? everyone else is following the rules and waiting. That's yeah. what you're te- That's what you just taught that guest. Yeah. She's like, oh, we're late for a reservation. I'm like, we're all, we're late. all late. Because- they're moving so slow. It was bad. It was it was probably 
in the decade we've been going to Disney together as a couple, it's probably one of the rare and worst guest cast, I mean, cast member experience because they just didn't seem to care at all at every front. Yeah. And I think it could have been remedied in two ways. One, the hosts need to not cave to that kind of behavior. Um, well, first of all, guests should not behave that way. That is the first thing. Yes. Do not cut in line. You are not more special than anyone else there. Be a grown up about it. You know, if you have a question, go up front, ask your question and go get back in line. Yeah. You don't get to, you're not special. You don't get to cut in front of other people who are waiting just because you think that you're more important. Cause you're not. No, we were all, like I said, we, by the time we got sat, we were 30 minutes late for our reservation. Yes. Now, mind you, we were there five minutes before our reservation started and they were not open yet. And so we're all just waiting in line. So it shouldn't have happened in the first place. It, what should have happened, I think, is the host should have said, I understand. We will get to you. Thank you so much for your patience. You, if you want to wait in line, we'll get to you as soon as we can. Thank yeah. you. Second of all, like you said, they should have had one of those hosts standing at the end of the line explaining as people come up because it just kept happening over and over and over. Yeah. People kept coming up saying, what is this? What, what line is this? Do I go up here? I don't understand. It was just, it's too confusing. There just wasn't a lot of communication. Mm-hmm. So um, now we're getting ready to go back to Disney World um, in just a few days. Um, maybe if uh, if we check a bag where if as we're recording this, we're dealing, you, you all seen the travel nightmare stories. If we check a bag, maybe we'll bring in our portable uh, recording equipment because uh, there's a couple new things we've tried that we haven't gotten to yet. Colin had a great dinner. I went at, to yeah, Toledo or Toledo at uh, Coronado Springs at the top of the tower, and it was fantastic. That's my little preview. So. Yeah. So the next episode, we'll do that, and maybe we'll throw in a couple more new things that we try on this trip. Um, if you have any questions, anything that you would like us to try while we're there, we're there for a good long time. Uh, send us a message on social media. Um, I'm excited. We're leaving in, what, two days, three days? It's Tuesday. We're leaving Friday. So, yeah. <sighs> And we're going to be there for New Year's Eve. So if you're there, stop by, say hi to the fairies. and yeah. We're in Epcot. Yes. That's our favorite place. We'll have a review of that, too. If you've never been to Epcot for New Year's, girl, please forget New York City. Forget Ryan Seacrest. Go to Epcot. But no, we'll be there. So if you're there, say hi. Hey, fairies. Oh, don't say that. Maybe you'll get booted out. <laughs> then we'll think we're the victim of a hate crime. But anyway, follow us on social media. Yeah, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Two Fairy Godfathers. So if we don't talk to you before, then have a great New Year's. We hope you've had a great holiday season. And uh, we'll talk in just a few weeks. Bye, Bye everybody. Bye for now. So I switched to Boost Mobile and got this free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Why do you think they call it the Galaxy? Maybe because the Samsung Galaxy A23 has a huge screen, and galaxies are huge gravitationally bound systems of stars rotating around a supermassive black hole. And the phone is free? When you switch to Boost Mobile. Cool. You lost me at gravitationally bound. Switch to Boost and get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. Limited time offer while supplies last. New customers only. Excludes tax. One device offer per line. Only available on certain networks. 5G not available everywhere. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details.